Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. Every day at 4.05, we bring you Midterm Mayhem. The madness, the <laughs> mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Very mayhemy. That's right. Uh, poll numbers. Mark Kelly leads Blake Masters, his Republican opponent, by two points. This is an that Emerson is not College. A big, uh, no, that's within the uh, the the error zone, if you will. I think if you're Blake Masters, you're loving that poll. Uh, here is the same poll that shows Republican Carrie Lake and Democrat uh, Katie Hobbs tied at forty six apiece. Forty six percent. It is a uh, it's a pick'em. It is. So, with that being said, I know that you know I wasn't here last week. I know that Carrie Lake said something. I wanted to talk about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys brought this up. Uh, let me play it. Carrie Lake is talking about the border and. This is one of the most famous things that Donald Trump said before he was president. And I remember, in all honesty, we had him on the show a week after he said what he said about people coming over the border. They're They're not not the best. They're not the best people. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Lake. I'm going to just repeat something President Trump said a long time ago, and it got him in a lot of trouble. They are bringing drugs. They are bringing crime, and they are rapists, and that's who's coming across our border. That's a fact. Okay. Um, does, she have an, uh, does she have an original thought in her head? Mm. And I'm going to prove that the answer is no. No. She doesn't. Because if you go through all of Donald Trump's um, quotes over the last year, all Kerry Lake does is parrot them. Everybody knows it. This election was rigged. They know that the election was rigged. This election was stolen. Our election was stolen. Dead people voting. We've got dead people voting. They cheated. <laughs> they cheated. Illegitimate president. Illegitimate president. Should I go on? Oh, this is fun. Okay. Forensic audit. Forensic audit. Corruption with Dominion machines. Corrupted Dominion machines. Media will not show the magnitude of this crowd. The corrupt news never shows the size of the crowd. Ballots came pouring in. Pouring in mail-in ballots. Lock them up. Lock them up. I got another minute. <laughs> Do you want to hear? Right, let's. You know like, what? Why, like, why stop? Let's let the rock. Let's let the roll. The fake news media. The fake news media. Do nothing, Democrat. Do nothing, Ducey. We're going to build a wall. We'll finish the damn wall. Rioting, looting, rioting, looting. Antifa. Antifa. All right. That so is, uh... listen. I'm just going to say it. She's a total parrot. She's got no original thought. All she does is say what the former president said. And I guess that's her whole campaign. Now, her opponent, Katie Hobbs, isn't even going to debate her. We'll talk about that in a second. But, I mean, is that what we're doing? Are we voting for a parrot? Because she says she I like when people call me Trump in a dress. No, you know what? You're not Donald Trump. No. Donald Trump... um, uh, ran businesses. Donald Trump did budgets. Donald Trump did deals. Donald, Donald Trump, Trump said, won the election. Yeah. Carrie Lake, you, you know, you haven't won any elections. You, you, you haven't run a business. All you do is, you, is say what, what Donald Trump said. And that's that boring. Is the reality of where we are. It's not hard to grab that. 
The, they all do it. Not like that. Oh, you got it. Man, go listen to it. Because on the national stage, man, you go listen to it. They're all the ones who are following Trump, who've got his endorsements, all parrot the exact same thing. You know why? Because they grabbed the low-hanging fruit because it was easy. It's easy for me already to have 30 to 35% depending where I am. Mm-hmm. Let me grab this fruit, and then we'll go from there. there it, it is It's sad, but it's this is the reality of, of people want it cheap and easy. And Getting Donald to back you was an easy way to do it, but you have to play the game, and that means you can't expand that tent unless he says it's okay, which means looking forward, trying to do other things. You have to stick to the script. I'm taking hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I've taken both of those. This problem was caused by China. This is an effort by China. The America First policy. The America First policies. They can't win this state unless they cheat. They're going to have to cheat even harder. Do they all put this in a prompter for her to read? Because that's pretty comfortable for her. I mean, it's like I I can't come up with a with a a, a simple thought that isn't you know mine. And and it's all she says. Oh, McCain's a loser. Trump says the same thing. Yeah. So it's like okay, now you're saying that a bunch of rapists are coming over. Uh, and you the didn't border. even say it like him. At least at the no. end of his, he's like, look, yeah, there's some good people too. She just went straight with all the bad things, and she's just like, and we'll just leave it there. Yeah. I don't know. It's just we've got two bad candidates again. Yeah. Two bad candidates again. Uh, it just that the way the Carrie Lake speaks, it doesn't. Well, first, I'll just say it again. I'm not voting for her. I'd never vote for Carrie Lake. Uh, she's an election denier. And that to me is you're not fit for office. Now, Katie Hobbs has done nothing to get this independent to vote for her. Not yet. Uh, and I don't know if she will, because I might just sit this one out. Let's go quickly into Katie Hobbs. Is she is is she a wimp for not debating Carrie Lake? I think on the political side of it, she's absolutely a wimp. Now, it's understandable why she wouldn't want to do it. I think she thinks, you know, the excuse is it's going to become a crap show. The reality is, is she faces the opportunity to lose a lot more because I think she'd be exposed of not having any real ideas. So is that a good move politically for her? Uh, yeah, prevent but, defense. That's what people are saying. Prevent defense is bad. It's a, exactly. And, and right. in a situ- if she was up by 10, right. I say, okay, maybe not a bad thing. But the, the thing is, the, the independents are going to sway this. I don't think they're really sold on Kerry Lake, but you you had a chance to go out there and and be above it because you can be above it yeah. and have a good look and say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and argue about this I'm here to answer these things and she didn't do it because I think she feels like she's gonna uh, she's gonna screw it up and rightly so her people are saying don't do it don't do it she's so scared of making a mistake on stage yes. but the the side of it that that almost everybody I talk to says staying off the stage is more damning. And more dangerous to your campaign, Katie Hobbs, than getting on the stage and actually making a mistake or getting out debated. Yeah. I, I so she has chosen officially not to debate. She, yeah, she said, nope, not going to not go and do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is going to I do believe it's going to cost. I, I, th- I think it might cost her, especially with keeping the numbers low. Yeah, because I think independents are going to vote. You know what? I'm voting for, you know, who? Well, none of these people have showed me really anything outside of what Trump has said. And yeah. I don't know what you're telling me because yeah. you don't tell me <laughs> that's anything. It. That's it. You're voting. If you're voting for Kerry Lake, you like everything that Trump has said because she parrots everything as for Katie Hobbs, nobody knows what she says. There you go. She don't want to show up. 
All right, that's midterm man. The best we can do, America. That's it, really. That's these this are the is best it too, right? You look across the country. You got oh. Fetterman, and you got Oz. You got a guy oh, who who's, who has no idea what a, fr- a vegetable dish is, and you got another guy who's ha- has some serious questions about whether or not he has the capability of doing the job. This is it. We got this here. I mean, is this this is it? This is the best it. we can do. Midterm mayhem every day at four oh five. Up next is. Five spot. Five spot. All right. Here's what uh, we'd like you to do. Call us if you are an Arizona Cardinals season ticket holder. The question we're going to ask you. Are you going to run out and call? You're not going to believe it. Uh, No, I am not. 277-KTAR. Cardinals got blown out yesterday. Home opener. Didn't even show up. Cardinals season ticket holders. 277-KTAR. We've got one question we want to ask you. And that's coming up in just a moment. All right, we're asking you to call 277-KTAR. If you are a Cardinals season ticket holder or you go to a ton of Cardinals games, you go to a lot of games, 277-KTAR. Chad, before we get to the calls. Okay. Uh, I am a Cardinals season ticket holder. You're a, you're a fan that loves them. You I would never them. miss a game. No. You say to yourself, man, this team gives nothing but energy. <laughs> they put it all, they leave it on the field. No, they don't. That's why you no. spend that money to go to that game. So I spend a lot of money to go see the Cardinals. It's a miserable experience. I'm going to say it. And it's not just from yesterday. We looked this up. The Arizona Cardinals haven't won a game at home. I think it, it is October? last October. Against the amazing Houston, Houston Texans. Yeah. This is a Who, team. by the way, managed to tie yesterday. They did. I saw that. <laughs> this is a team. That doesn't get up for home games. And I find that crazy. I find it crazy. They were outmatched yesterday. Listen, I understand a loss, but when you don't show up and you continually get your butt whipped every single time you play at home. I remember Larry Fitzgerald used to say this when they played badly at home, which wasn't all the time. I feel bad for our fans. We we should probably give give them our money back. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to sell my tickets. And I don't care if you're a Seahawks fan. I Oh, get a Gatos, you're such a bad fan. Cowboy, it doesn't matter. I'm going and having a rotten time. And I'm spending all this money. And why should I do it if they and don't care? And it's a lot out of your day, yeah. too. You know, it's not like you just show up there and, you know, it's not like baseball where you're in and out in less than, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, or another sport where you get there and it's a two-hour thing. You're there. I think we got to do tough love. Yeah. I think we've got to sell our tickets. To the other teams. <laughs> to the other fans. team's fans. All right. 277-KTAR. You're a Cardinal season ticket holder. Who's with me? You ready Sean to sell these Mesa. tickets? Let's What's sell, that, man? Sell some tickets. Hey, this is Sean. Sean, are you ready to sell your tickets with me? Sell them to the other team's fans. Well, I think it depends. I, I agree that, you know, it takes a lot out of your day to, to um, go there, especially when you got kids. And, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's an all-day all experience. So when you went there yesterday, we were just like... Total waste of time, waste of gas. It was like not even fun to watch. All so, right, so are you with me? Are you ready to sell? I'd be willing to sell on a case by case basis. Yes. All right, case by case, case by case, like, like you it. said, right? Like you might want to go see a game because, like, no, yeah, they, no, but hey, no, no. I'm selling them all. Selling them all. I get rid of them all. I can't wait to sell the Tom Brady tickets when the Bucks well, come the here. Big December twenty right fifth. That's the big one. All right, who else is uh, with Tyler me? and Tempe? You ready to sell your tickets to the great Cardinals? 
You know, I've been a season ticket holder since when they were at ASU, Ooh. and it's just getting harder and harder. Yesterday was disgusting sitting there, listening, you know, in the middle of them doing the tomahawk chalk. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I would. Oh, my man. All right. All right. Good Tyler, for you, Tyler. So, yeah, one and a half, essentially. I'll take it. Uh, right. Blake in uh, Phoenix. Yeah, I'm selling. I just, I, I don't see the accountability, and I don't see the... I don't see the passion to get out there and win. Yeah. It's not that they're, they're not a bad team. It's then that's not which the makes case. it even worse because right, right. They, when they're not playing up to where you think they should be, that makes it worse. I see they don't care when they're at home. They don't care about us. There, no one is getting up for these games on the Cardinals. I, it's their coaching. You know, Kyler Murray was okay yesterday, but I mean, they, they, they do defense. They had ten players on the field a couple times. You could, you're allowed to put eleven out there. Yeah. yeah. All right, last one. We got time for one more. Uh, Dennis in Phoenix. Are you selling? You with me? No, sir. Why not? Because he's a real well, fan, Gatos. I, I know. <laughs> I'd love it. <laughs> I think it's part of the problem. You know, you look at other football stadiums across the country, you don't see those loyal fans selling their tickets. Yes, you do. And I think the Pittsburgh, I, well, Cowboys, do, Raiders. I mean, I see it all the time. I don't know why we just don't become like that. I don't, I don't know. Don't I think you see it as much as in Phoenix. And, you know, when the Cardinals come out and the guys are waving the tomahawks and, and everything, I, I think it just kind of uh, kills a little bit of their fighting spirit. Yeah, but uh, if they gave us something. The for the other team. But if they gave us something to cheer for, and they haven't done that since last October, they lost games last. They lost a game in January, the last December. Two last December, one in last November, couple in last October. This team can't win at home. Yeah. And the game is becoming miserable. Yeah, it's, it's a miserable if you're, experience. If you're spending a decent amount of money, you're going, you want effort. I don't care if, if you lose, but there's effort. That is one thing. Something happens here where it goes south when they play at home. And I don't know what it is. I they get know. more focused on the road. We're talking to Calvisi last hour and talking about how much more focused they seem to be on the road. They got edge here. There's no edge. Like they just, you know, it's not like Seattle when Seattle's rolling. They got the 12th man yeah. and you feel like, all right, we are, we're already up three. It's not like that. This is not that home advantage. All right. That's five spot. I'm selling my tickets. Who wants my Brady tickets for de- December 25th? I'm going to make a fortune uh, and I'm going to keep that money and not buy season tickets again. Coming up next. You're buying season tickets. Probably. One school official here in Arizona says, uh, we just had our own Columbine. I'm sorry. Did we have a Columbine while yeah. I was on vacation? Did you guys know that we had a Columbine? Well, I don't think we you. did. We'll talk yeah. about it next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. So I know last week you guys were talking about um, Central High. Yeah. All right. So uh, there, they thought there was a shooting there. Central High School, Friday, there was a scare. Um, some students heard the pops, and they thought it was gunfire, and kids ran. Saw some video of one child running. It's really it's heartbreaking that, that we live... That, that, that we're living like this. So somebody jumped over the fence and took off running. Yeah. And the only thing I thought of, that would have been totally like, quick guys, let's get out of here and go home for the rest of the day. And I think a lot of people did that. Yeah. But um, the police got there and um, they didn't, there was no evidence of a shooting. 
So I don't know what the noise was, but it was a popping noise that could have been misconstrued as a as somebody a shooting. could have popped a chip bag and yes, just and not even participating in what what they said started out as a fight. So someone from the school district said this. A lot of these kids, you know, for them, this was their Columbine. No, not even close. I think you need to. T- I, I think you need to, to Google Columbine again. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to Google it again. Because, um, I listen, I remember Columbine. I was right here at KTAR. I remember that day. We had a Diamondbacks game on, and we canceled that game. They played. We didn't play it on the air because we were in... Uh, you know, you're in crisis mode. You're going in, over everything. I remember in here. whether it was Sandy Hook or right, right. you know, we, you know, uh, the, the Valentine's Day shooting out in Florida, uh, Mars, you know, uh, Stoneman. I mean, all and of course Uvalde this year. This was none of those things. No, this was kids. It was who, a fight at lunch. A fight at lunch that something escalated. Then words, you know, as 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 eloquently put by our our award winning uh, news anchor Becky said, it became a game of telephone. Then people panicked, and then it went from there. Okay, this was not an actual Columbine moment. What if you what if you think you're in the middle of a school shooting at the moment? Is that just as is is that just like being if you think it's happening, if you think you're actually in a shooting, is it just as damaging as if there were a shooting? No. Now, to you take the, the the deaths and the bullets out of it, no. but I mean, if you think you're in you're in a if you're at school and you think there's a shooting and you are in major panic, and I I get it, uh, that's traumatizing. So what the school has done. Is they said, listen, you can stay home today, and we'll do something called iDay. Uh, you can log on, do your work from home. So, like all these parents out there who hated that their kids were online during COVID, or well, yeah. since there wasn't a school shooting at your school, yeah, take the day off and do your work from from home. It doesn't. I'm not making light of that some no. of these children no. were in a really scary situation because of what they thought was happening. But don't you have to go to school the next day? You've got to get on with your life. You've got to live. And there was nothing that actually happened outside of somebody panicked, thought they heard something. It went from point A to point B rather fastly, uh, rather fast. And then everybody kind of freaked out. The, it, it, say you're going to stay at home and do an eye day. It, I'm sorry. Th- that's not how you get around this. And by the way, you also just gave a bunch of other kids opportunities now just to play skip. a game yeah. where they can say, well, I need an eye day because of this or because of that. You, th- This was you got to show up. A lot of these kids, you know, for them, this was their Columbine. No, no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not even close. There were. um uh, there were uh, psychologists at the school ready to help kids if they had some some stress about this. And I get it. Isn't it better to go in and talk to somebody than to sit at home yeah. while your parents are at work? I mean, if you if you struggled on Friday and all weekend as a kid, I, I feel for you because that must have been scary. Goodness gracious, that must have been scary. But isn't the best thing to do get back up on the bike and keep riding? Go back to school. Go and talk to one of the mental health experts. Don't stay at home, play video games. How many people also, I mean, how many kids go to the school? There were four schools that were locked down. Right. How many kids actually go to this school that 
knew anything was going on because there wasn't a gunfire. There was panic. Totally different. And we see what panic can do. It can spread like wildfire rather fast. Remember but if you're on the other side of the school, you don't know what's going on. But you have to stay. You're staying home today. How is that helping? It's not. No. No. This was not a. a, a you you got to get back out there. And, and then the Columbine thing annoys me. Yeah. That, it's like, you know, everybody. Oh, well, it's just it's another 9-11. You know, they always people are always compare. Oh, well, it's it's remember. No, you can't compare Columbine really to anything. You can't compare 9-11 to really anything. Stop trying to compare certain things to certain tragedies that took place in the past. So Especially ho- when they're really tragedies. And here, nobody lost their life. Nobody was shot. Right. There was no injuries. But we both acknowledged that people were scared. Kids were scared. I get it. I get it. They were scared. Okay, but you've had all weekend to talk to your child. Do you need an eye day? I don't know. I don't think so. And it's not Columbine. And there wasn't a gun. And no one got shot. And they didn't find a shooter. So, how, you know, how long do you keep your kid at home? Well, well I mean, they can keep their kid right. at home. You know, it's, and like I said, I always feel like, too, you just gave kids opportunities to take a day here, take a day there to play a game yeah. because they saw how easy it was to play the game. And I'm not discounting the fact that some people were nervous and scared, but the reality is this, I feel, is an overreaction. And to compare that to a tragedy that was real is does a disservice to, to the tragedy. All right, coming up next is the border secure. The vice ah. president of the United States had, well, I like to think it's the best answer I've ever heard because it's so cringeworthy. Yeah. We'll it play is. it for you next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, Grammy award-winning artist Michael Bublé heading to the Footprint Center on September 20th for his brand new Hire Tour. Limited tickets still available. You can win a pair of tickets now. Visit the contest page, KTAR.com. I don't think we should allow Democrats to speak anymore. Mm, well, I, I'm a big fan of this, and I'll tell you why. You know, Katie Hobbs, she doesn't she's already, want to... She's already volunteered not to speak. <laughs> she's a volunteer not to speak. She won't debate Carrie Lake. Okay, that takes care of one. There was a, a Democrat on Twitter last night, and uh, she wanted to remember the people who were killed on 9-11. Oh, the squad, Jayapal. And she, yes. Pramila Jayapal. Yeah, and she included the terrorists. Yeah. In the in the amount of people. Like, she said there were 2,996 people. Yeah. No. She included the 19 terrorists in there. Yeah. No. 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 They were murderers. They were the scum of the earth. They don't deserve to be recognized. Re- recognized or even remembered in any fond way. And they certainly don't need to be put amongst Americans who were killed. So I thought that was disgusting. She's a Democrat. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Uh, I'm also going to say, I don't think Kamal Harris should speak anymore. Well, if she shouldn't. If you're a Democrat, you're not allowed to speak. Trust me. Everybody who works with her is going, don't let her speak anymore. There's a plan. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Yeah. And much like Biden, they decide, oh, it's time for me to start riffing. She was on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd and asked the easiest question in the world. The answer to the question is no. Would you call the border secure? No. The answer is no. It's so easy. But I know she's not going to say that. Yeah. So how does she answer the question? Would you call the border secure? All right. This is, you're going to cringe. It's awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made. Pass. A- <laughs> I don't know what's happening in there. 
What's happening? Did she see a squirrel? We may. Pass. Uh, a bill? You're on, in, you're on uh, NBC. Bill? You're on Meet the Press. To create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure. But we also have a broken immigration system. But don't blame Trump. Particular over the last four years. Before, there you go. Before we came in. Okay. Before you came in. So so not only is she stumbling over herself. So the system was fine. Then Trump came in and it went to hell because of all the years he was in politics before that led to him when he eventually ascended to presidency to continue all the bad things he had done in politics. Oh, wait, no. So we had Hobbs on a month or two ago. We asked her about the border. And I, I remember my question. Don't tell me that Biden's doing a good job on the border, right? Yeah. I mean, they really didn't ask a question. It was a Gato statement. And I wanted to hear what she said. She started blaming Trump. Yeah. Well, it's easy. Because Trump is hated in one real, well, he's hated for a lot of reasons, uh, and they've hated him from long before any of this January 6th. Mm. It's just easy to go, it's all his fault, right? Second gunman on the grassy knoll. Trump, one of the hijackers. Trump, I mean, you can start, it's, it's perfect, but no, this is not anything has anything to do with Trump. This is you and your explanation. First of all, you're so full of it, you don't even know where you're going. You're lying, and you're not even good at it. She, uh, she doesn't know what to say. A, and she's the guru. Yeah. That's the scary part. And it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border. For the- We're going to have two million people cross this border. Still secure, Madam Vice President? We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border's secure? We- wow. Wow. I mean, you know. She's like, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> We have. <laughs> this is awful. Oh my gosh. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Oh, you guys totally, you know, made the pauses longer. To, no, no. Nope. Never touched it. Nope. We're confident this border's secure. One, two, three. We have. Four, five. I mean, come on. Secure border. That does not. No. Like, she doesn't. There's no confidence out of this woman. No. She, there's none. She's like, we, yeah, it's, you know, hey, when it's you mean a, secure, hey. do you mean like nobody can come across the border? Yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> in that, that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. It is not even at the bottom of the list of priorities for Biden. Yeah. It's not even at the bottom. It do, It's not a priority. Yeah. You have priorities. Let's say Biden has 100 priorities. The, bo- the border's not one of them. 101 is that priority for that. And he's already said he was but going to make everybody a, uh, you know, a citizen, give him a pathway. Yeah. So he rang the dinner bell. People showed up, and we shouldn't be surprised. But she can't even come on and explain no. it no. in an intelligent manner. And she's not stupid. Well, she's, a, she's an intelligent woman. But in front of a camera, she has no idea what to say. She may be president. Oh, gosh. More of the Gatos and Chad Show.